0: Thank you everybody for tuning back into bar talk the spirits and beverage podcast at the relief and resource company i'm your host john foley as always with me Courtney booms hello there mark miller hello, hello. courtesy of i logic media and today we're going to tackle one of my very favorite things to talk about drink put in cocktails and generally if they're if they're unfamiliar with it to introduce people to mm-hmm. the mysterious, and ancient chartreuse. The only
1: green shot I will take on St. Patrick's Day.
0: The only green shot you'll take on St. Patrick's Day?
1: Mm, Yeah.
0: That's fair. I think it's the only green shot I'll take on St. Patrick's Day. There's not
2: really any other green liqueurs that I would want to
0: drink. Genepe isn't that green. It's kind of green. It's paler green. Yeah. (laughs) We'll get into what actually Genepe is. you are really (laughs) going
2: to get after it, and you're like, Genepe really isn't that green. (laughs) It is, too. But you said it wasn't.
0: Well, it's not as green as green chartreuse. Well, that's like. right. anyway that's we'll get into what, the Genopay is actually a definable term yes which we can get into uh in a little bit when courtney's given us the history of this mm-hmm. this stuff but i don't uh, just before you get into the history yeah. of of all this i think that most craft cocktail cocktail bartenders will say that chartreuse is one of the liqueurs that has had a profound influence on how they build drinks and how they develop their their taste palette.
1: The the bartender's yeah. handshake, I think, is another. Uh, it's one of many bartender uh, yeah, handshakes but far, Chartreuse kind of classifies. Gets, yeah,
0: gets referenced that way a ton mm-hmm. too. But yeah, the idea of a bartender's handshake is that you you uh, celebrate the presence of another respected bartender at your bar by just sliding them a shot of something like Chartreuse or Fernet. Yeah. Um, because these are seen as industry beverages, for sure, Mm -hmm. because of how often we use them and how often they kind of become uh, currency and how you talk to people about, about spirits. Mm -hmm. But all these things are also very, very old and have very traditional uses as well. Mm -hmm. So we want to cover all the bases. Oh,
1: yeah. 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 So the green and the yellow. Both. um, So chartreuse itself, the word has been used a variety of ways throughout time. Um, specifically, uh, it comes from first, the region of France. It's an alpine mountain region in France uh, France excuse me. Um, it's the first chain of the Alps in the southeast bordering Switzerland and Italy. So that region is called Chartreuse. It's also where the uh, La Grand Chartreuse monastery is uh, residing and is where Chartreuse is made today. so the spirit uh, would maybe be then the second term that we use and then the third and final term is the color chartreuse so it's the um mm-hmm. the only color that actually is named from a spirit it's not like the other way around yeah like which came yeah. first the color orange or the the fruit orange we don't know maybe but chartreuse is, was first and then the color chartreuse came afterwards which it's kind of also- interesting
2: as a quick aside, reading through this script, I mm-hmm. very much look forward to you try, attempting pr- to pronounce all these uh, oh. French terms and words. I will do my best. I will also best.
1: try, too. Before this, when we were just kind of vamping, we were all just using really <laughs> atrocious French accents, and yes. that will be my mindset as yeah. I'm going into it. So I um, can't do a French accent that's please not a forgive movie me. character. No. Like a really crappy movie yeah.
2: Or like Peppy Lapieu.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, mine, mine would be more like um, uh, the guy from the um, – the Pink Panther.
1: Oh, uh, Steve Martin's character in Pink Panther. Well, I was thinking the Peter Spectre? Sellers in the
0: original. Oh, oh yeah, 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 Clouseau, sorry. Inspector Clouseau. Yeah, it's a 90s baby over Crusoe. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, also, there's a there's a great reference in the in the Quentin Tarantino film Death Proof, where he's buying shots of Chartreuse for people. His character, his cameo character, is buying shots of Chartreuse for people, and uh, he mentions the fact that it's the only liquor so good they named a color after it. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah. I know
1: that that's a great somebody's camera
0: back shots of chartreuse before they go on with their evening which ends horribly for most people involved in the uh no matter the scene, but not the probably because of the chartreuse. yeah
1: it's fabulous th- thing to shoot though at 110 proof on yeah. average yeah yeah <clears throat> so um La Grande Chartreuse, let's talk a little bit about that monastery before we get too far into the the drinking of it because we'll definitely get there um so it's probably more accurately described as a hermitage because the monks that choose to live there they go into the mountains and they kind of really um Pull themselves off. They get in tune with nature. They get in tune with their God, and they focus on that. And they live very, very um, simplistic or Spartan lives. So the beds themselves are basically they're raised, elevated, so that if in case of flooding or anything like that, they're up off the ground. But otherwise, it's like just a flat, straight board, and you're sleeping with a pillow and maybe a wool blanket if it's the winter. With
0: enough chartreuse at the end of the night and good fresh air, you're going to wake up. <laughs> you're warm fine.
1: enough. Yeah.
2: Do you think fine. they sleep with one foot off the bed just in case they feel water? They can be like, oh. Oh, time to go.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that much about them. I guess I'm just thinking. I watched a little documentary,
1: and they have like these little stoves in there, and they just live very simple lives, um, uh, shunning earthly pleasures to say, focus on their mis- mission. Excuse me. So serving their lord through personal devotion and making incredibly delicious herbal liqueur. Um, the monks, of course, uh, decided to name their spirit after the region, like I already said. But um, if you go back to the monks' uh, origin, or, origins. Excuse me. I've got trouble. I've got trouble speaking today. Sorry about that. So they're Tip founded the, tongue, the teeth, the
2: lips. the tongue, the, teeth, the lips. Some Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, so they were founded by a German priest, um, Saint Bruno of Cologne, uh, who was part of the diocese in Reims in 1804. He was offered this site um, in the secluded mountains of France by Bishop Hugh of Grenoble. Um, Bruno and seven companions settle there in the Astaire mountain regions. They build this um, build this monastery, and they uh, kind of because of their their dedication to self sufficiency, they also learn how to breed livestock animals, farm fish, forage in the surrounding woods, they carpentry, the blacksmithing. Thing, thing. Yeah. They really are tried to like keep keep to themselves. And their motto, the motto of the entire Carthusian orders, is not just them, but anyone else who's, who uh, declares themselves a Carthusian monk, is stat crux dum volvitur orbis, meaning the cross is steady while the world turns. So, harking back to that idea of isolation and their devotion, the world does whatever it wants, and I focus here on God.
0: And they're self-sustaining. They are very yeah, they're, self-sustaining. They, you know, they're, they're working to to sustain the monastery. They're not taking taking money.
1: Right. So, yeah. Right. Not well. Not for profit, at least. Not for profit.
0: <laughs> not for profit. Not for profit. <laughs> yeah. It comes back later. You'll, <laughs> it you'll find back, it out. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But this is speaking... similar to Trappist monks.
3: Yes. Yeah.
0: Or the, you know, which we always view just in the. Through the lens of beer but trappist monks also produce a number of different things at trappist monasteries not yeah. just beer but
1: and the monks that we've spoken of before who who developed aqua vitae earlier on and that becomes whiskey and stuff like that too like one of the reasons why they're doing this is actually because of a health um incentive i guess is what you want to say it's it's they're, they're looking for this elixir of long life and um
2: this is well there's certainly part of the reason where chartreuse. Chartreuse <laughs> comes from. yeah that yes. herbal steeped
1: liqueur a la chartreuse so, so they're trying to cheat God
0: yeah yeah <laughs> <Okay>. so <laughs> so okay, here's what we're gonna do is we're gonna leave I don't know if they'll agree with that we're gonna that. go and make sure that everybody knows we're super hardcore about this but the whole entire time we're trying to cheat death don't talk about it
1: <laughs> <laughs> they take like of silence, <laughs> and it. it's just because they don't want to like give away their secrets yeah, 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 yeah okay yeah, yeah I can see that so These monks, they're using botanical uh, herbs and inviting like a medicinal influence. This actually comes uh, from 1257 when the Carthusians find, they actually found another monastery in Valver, uh, which is very near the edge of Paris at the behest of King Louis IX. It's also called Saint Louis um, because he's just a very religious uh, king. They began to foster the interest of pharmacopoeia, or the use of plants from gardens and nurseries to aid the sick or ailing. Eventually, they come across a theologian and, and doctor. This,
0: this plays into alcohol consumption like forevermore. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. It's still in a massive way. Like so many of the things, especially in the craft cocktail world, so many of the things we pull all the time to use
1: hot toddy. Yeah. Oh, well, or like even, little things even like just that. botanically
0: yeah. driven things, it yeah. extends as far as vermouth and strega and a, a million other things. I had The whole the entire history. world of Amaro.
2: Yeah.
0: And, I know we've referenced this book before, but if you if you don't have a copy of The Drunken Botanist uh, and the author's name escapes me right now, I, I knew I was going to reference this book exactly. and I didn't. Someone's Stuart Kelly? I forget her first name, but mm. she's fantastic. And the whole entire book is written about the things we drink, but through the lens of, of, of a botanist's perspective, which is awesome.
1: Yeah. So pharmacopoeia, perhaps. Correct. Kind of like, yeah, exactly. Kind of yeah, of direct yeah. Yeah. So, Pharmacopoeia. Yeah, the, uh, the monks in <laughs> Valverde, like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with an Italian accent.
0: Yeah, that's yeah a something. It's Latin. Yeah, it's something. Fun. It's
1: fun. <laughs> um, <It's> worthy. <laughs> so they come across this doctor and theologian, Arnaud uh, de Vienvue, Vienvue, I think, uh, pronunciation again, so sorry, everybody, and his apprentice, uh, Raymond Louis, who... Is famous for presenting the use of medicinal plants steeped in fresh brandy. So, basically, brandy that was made immediately post wine distillation. And they call these essences eau de Vey, um, which is a term that we know of for um, a lot of perfumes mainly.
0: Eau de Vey, yeah, eau de, yeah, I mean eau de yeah, and there's, there's, um, there's eau de vie in the spirits world too. And typically, you can run into them. Uh, in reference to a fruit, like you can take a pear O de vie is, yeah. is fairly yeah. popular. And people come to them and think, oh, cute, it's pear. And then you drink it. You're Man. like, oh my God, yeah. really It's hot. really, really yeah. hot and it's <laughs> really aggressive. So
2: eau de vie, though, it's it's a brandy, it's distilled brandy that's then like infused afterwards. Or or is there like fruit used in the distillation?
0: Well, there would be fruit. So a, a pear eau de vie
2: would be made with distilled with pears? Yeah. Okay, got it. Got it.
0: Could be. Nice.
1: Yeah. So, um, as the work of the monks at at Vauvert become known across the country and beyond, others would soon come to rely on the Carthusians for botanical remedies and healing. In uh, 1605, François Annabelle de Estres, a French marshal, gave the Carthusian order a document of mysterious origins. Ooh. Claiming that it was the elixir for long life, so the recipe for the elixir of long life. It c- contained a list of 130 herbs, which they do use today in uh, all their variations of chartreuse, mm-hmm. um, but it did not give specific proportions. So, this is something that they start to work on kind of scientifically. Um, and they figure out the perfect proportions almost 130 years later, or from um, it takes them from 1614 when an apothecary is built onto the side of Auvergne until about 1755, the document itself, the original 1605 document makes its way back to um, Le Grand Chartres in the mountains. And brother Jerome Maubec uh, is the one who's credited for discovering the the pr- pr- proper proportions.
2: Say that five times fast. <laughs> Do that, that uh, Lizzo's one song, Jerome, is about brother Jerome? No. no. How does she spell it? I think J E R O M E probably is. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know. Lizzo loves Chartreuse. This Does we she? know for sure.
0: I think so. I, Lizzo would lo- totally I, love Chartreuse. I, absolutely, yeah. So <laughs> if you're ever in Fenton and you want to come nail <laughs> oh, some please. shots of Chartreuse, just come by. We got you just covered. So yeah. Yeah. So the 1605 is what's on the bottle. Is that the establishment of the monastery in present location? Because 1614 is when we're referencing, like the, the the work beginning. To try mm-hmm. to find the the original elixir recipe. So sixteen oh five is what's on the front of the bottle.
1: Is the year of the the document, the original document when they were given uh, it, yeah. um, okay. and when it was written. The monastery itself was founded in ten eighty four, and then yeah, sixteen fourteen is when they're uh, when they started the, the they apothecary. apothecary when they, okay. So when they started work on it, work in earnest. Yes. On
0: the, on, on finding out how to make this stuff. Right. Someone probably recipe. found it
1: in the annals of their librarian was just like, this is freaking dope, y'all. It's the elixir of eternal life. It's what we've been working on, aren't you? Yeah, then they, well, then they lose it. They and then, it. Yeah. yeah, they do almost lose it. Because yeah. they
0: have to piece out, and they yeah. have to take it with
1: them. Um, so, I will just say briefly, yeah, because that's the next part of this. I'll say briefly that um, when Jerome Malbec dies, Brother Anthony Dupree, uh, he works on this again, and so it it's the same proportions, but he uses more, like, chlor- um, chlorophyll and stuff like that, so that it is both quote, a little greenish, and quote, pungent and active in taste and mm. so it's 1764 that the special proportions are settled on and a new manuscript is written seven pages long called the composition of the elixir chartreuse I'm, so it's I'm, the full document of, them for of how keeping it's made it only
0: to seven pages Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am
1: mad at that myself
0: I'm sad that I don't have a scroll with it on there yes. and I would say that chartreuse is still very active yeah. in taste oh yeah like, that's a Absolutely, great word yeah. that's, I read that very when, uh, after I got the, the show notes and I was like wow that's a great word for <laughs> chartreuse taste like it is extremely active Yeah. yeah. and the yellow a little less so but like i think that what's Garden important to remember as we go top. along and we're doing this is that most of what we're saying right now pretty much all of what we're saying right now is initially in reference to the green chartreuse yeah because yeah the yellow comes later
1: later on yeah so yeah. um so you had mentioned to nearly lost right so there's a lot of trials and tribulations honestly that the if you're an ancient liqueur and your face. recipe
0: wasn't nearly lost and you don't have some hardcore origin story where only six badass? dudes do it and somebody had to smuggle it underneath your robes <laughs> i don't give a shit what you taste like and i'm i'm barely even considering you <laughs> yeah. So if this couldn't be made into a Dan Brown like film. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I no. cannot. I cannot no, no, say no, no. for sure that this, is, are, this has got Russell Crowe written all over it. But oh, anyway. Oh, you're so right. Though. Yeah. That there are. <laughs> He's like,
1: sometimes yeah yeah monks are gonna like hit you with a cat of nine tails on the back that'd be interesting all right uh, during love that it's during 1793 <laughs> they that <the> first, <laughs> <laughs> it's during 1793 that the first smuggling occurs right so carthusians are expelled from france during the french revolution with other religious orders um and production of chartreuse out comes to a house yep A copy (laughs) copy of the original manuscript actually stays at the monastery with one of the monks that stays behind for like the upkeep of the building, basically. Just a um, single guy, yeah? Just one old dude, one guy. And uh, the original document goes with one of the expelled monks. (laughs)
0: No, 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 you must not go. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, 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 no. you You will watch the papers. Here's two baguettes and a lot of chartreuse. Stay behind.
2: Yeah. It had to be
1: Chartreuse oh, that was already Four made clod. because this really was shut down at that point.
0: Oh, but the ratty old Chartreuse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd still drink it. Probably better than Screwball.
3: So the yeah, original, absolutely, <laughs> yeah,
1: definitely better than Screwball. The original document goes with one of these uh, expelled monks. He actually gets arrested. Uh, before he got arrested, though, he was able to basically like pass it off to another guy, or one of their friends, and um, and it gets sold off because that gentleman who had had gotten the pass-off play, if you will. He thought they were going to be left in Spain, which is where they had
0: held It's important themselves to remember up. that monk magic is pretty much ninja magic. Ninja <laughs> so, magic? Yeah, so you can pass off a small piece of paper really quickly with nobody noticing. You're very sly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Here's the almsgiving. That's for an interesting your... way to yeah. take that. <laughs> I, I, feel
0: like, I feel like they're connected. <laughs> I feel like the study, I feel like the line of study is similar. To be a ninja and to be a monk.
2: Could be true. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I think well, the level
0: of commitment's there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Well as you know, in Final Fantasy, monks are very good in hand to hand combat. So that's
0: what I'm saying. Yeah, I didn't think that was a leap at all. All Definitely knew that.
2: (laughs) All
1: right, so the monks uh, they lose it. They lose a document to a friend. The friend sells it off to a pharmacist in Grenoble. And um, in 1810, Napoleon actually orders all secret recipes. Uh, to be sent to like the ministry so that they can so it can be like public knowledge.
0: <laughs> you find something specific, or just thought it would be really cool to have them all? I don't
1: know for sure, <laughs> but my guess is that he was yeah, looking for Jerry something Long. specific. Yeah, <laughs> I'm
0: gonna find something, or cool. it's
1: like that semi-socialist view that everyone should have access to everything. I don't maybe,
0: really know for sure. Was Napoleon a, a socialist? Maybe there's mind? a well, secret to a eternal life, or maybe there's just a good recipe for brandy cherries. Either way,
1: <laughs> um, but Josephine and I will find it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. During this time, it's at the ministry, and the ministry actually sends it back because they argue it's not actually a secret recipe because the monks know it. The monks that are expelled from France, but, you know, I don't know exactly what happened there, but they say that it it gets sent back to the pharmacist. When the pharmacist dies, his heirs give it back to the monastery, because apparently at the first place, they were not super happy that he had it hmm. or sold it, whichever one. Yeah. Awesome. And so uh, again, they have. So, this is the first trial, if you will, of the Carthusian monks in their attempt to create chartreuse for the masses. The second trial is in 1903. The French government nationalizes, uh, nationalized, excuse me, the chartreuse distillery, and the monks were expelled from their home again. They again. resettle in the Carthusian monastery in uh, Taronga, Spain and build a new distillery there and start producing liquor again. There's um, super-vintage bottles, if are any are available left. They are highly Spanish sought after, yeah, yeah, Spanish chartreuse. Yeah. Um, for about eight years, they they also had an, a second distillery in France, in Marseille. Um, this is when tarragon becomes an additional modifier for the drinking styles of the liqueur and it's noted on the bottles that are, are produced there. So. Um, at the time that it was nationalized, there's a small group of distillers who work with the French government and try to start making the spirit in the original location while the monks were out. But they become bankrupt by 1929. It's too
2: hard. It's much too <laughs> hard, and they
1: don't have the recipe. The secret is still with the monks. They so they're didn't just trying to recreate a good
2: it. Accountant, right, no. is the problem. <laughs>
1: <laughs> shares true and so shares of the bankrupt company are bought out by friends of the monks not the ones who are going to sell the recipe to pharmacists i suppose and uh, it gets it gets returned to them allowing them to produce chartreuse uh, again and yeah and the liquor making is has gone back to the original classic fashion if you will
0: and has remained so since
1: it has remained so since except for in 1935 when a landslide does crush the original distillery, and, uh, and it is moved man. to Voiron, France.
0: Voiron, <laughs> France. I thought about I thought about making a spoken word Stevie Nicks reference, and decided against it. You know I, was I like, nah, throw it I'm, in there. That'd be dumb. I mean, right on cue.
2: <laughs> if it's dumb, I'll do
0: it. So, uh,
1: <laughs> so Voiron is actually where Chartreuse is still made today. So now this is the kind of final resting spot for chartreuse. Um eighty seven years. Eighty-seven years. Yep. Just to the west outside of the original site. And um I've got the and you can the go p bottle and it still actually labels uh, list excuse me for on is the location there. And you can yeah, go there. You can go there. The only spot uh, on La Grande Chartreuse that you can go to is the old outhouse, which has turned into a <laughs> museum. It's a museum, <laughs> museum now. <laughs> it is not a shedder anymore. But you can't actually enter the monastery unless you're a monk. Yeah. So the museum is uh, second best.
0: <laughs> Take a selfie outside the walls, get a bathroom break, and then please move on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All in the same place. All in
0: the same place, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Yeah.
1: So that's the the majority of the history of the Carthusian mm-hmm. order and how they developed chartreuse.
0: So I guess back to the the liqueur itself and its use. Uh, when we did the show on Wondrich mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago, you know, we all referenced him as somebody who was really instrumental in in shaping the the creative minds of the bartenders who's. Who read his books? Mm-hmm. And Dale de is one of those people, and Aubrey Sanders is one of those people. And, you know, depending on who you found it, when, like Gaz Regan's one of those people, Simon Different's yeah. one of those people, and the bar staff of all these famous bars, all these books that people read, you know, people who are older and have been in the industry for a while, or the people who are just getting into it now, there's about 20, 25 books everybody's going to say, oh, you have to read them. And Chartreuse quickly becomes one of the five or six. Canonical liqueurs that you have to have along with your base spirits to make most of these drinks that you initially want to make.
1: That's a great word to use, canonical. Yeah, well, it's yeah. part of the, the, the bartender
0: spirits canon, right? If like, you can
1: only have 20 bottles on your back bar, right? Or is definitely even
0: one of be them. charitable yeah. because you're going to run out of shit really quick. Say you can have 40. King. Chartreuses and both of them, yellow and green, are quickly going to become bottles you have to have outside of your base spirits. Otherwise, you just can't make any of this shit, right? right so you're going to yeah. have to go get vermouth. You're going to have to get chartreuse, maraschino liqueur. Yes, and right. those ones are immediate, mm-hmm. immediate. And then you can start debating amongst some fruit liqueurs and some other things. You probably have to have absinthe if you want to accomplish you know, a Sazerac and a Corpse Survivor. But really, really quickly, you realize how necessary this, uh, this stuff is. So I mm-hmm, remember when I was yeah. first starting to dick around with recipes at home, I had to spend the money to go get it because nobody else had it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of
2: times, too, with chartreuse, I feel like with bars, you really see, you don't see one without the other, green without no. yellow, or vice versa, you know, because nobody carries just
0: one. You no, yeah, to, yeah, you yeah. have to yeah. carry yep. both. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yep. And they're very
1: interestingly complex for having the exact same base, right? So it's those yeah. 130 herbs, um, herb spices, botanicals, whatever it ends up being, but it's those in different proportions. And then they have the VEP, the, the extra age. Different proportions, versions, different. But proof. the same, yeah. yeah, starts, if you will.
0: Because for both of them, the residual sugar is super high. Yes. Like yes, you yes. drink chartreuse and it's very, very sugary. Yeah. What you don't taste the first time you drink green chartreuse is as much as yellow as the sugar because you have this – and the portions of the botanicals in green chartreuse are so aggressively big on your palate the yeah. first time. It literally tastes green. Like when people yeah. ask me who have never tasted it before, like, what does it taste like? I'm like, I, I it tastes green. And I'm not being a dick. I, this no, is like, really it tastes it tastes like, it tastes the like the color green. All of the green stuff that you could possibly eat is, it, is in there.
1: Yeah. If you yeah. remember your third grade class play where you described, like, the, yeah, we did Glenn Glen Ross. Yeah. I, a lot what? of people <laughs> thought
0: it was really inappropriate. But I mean, I did the, um, the Ed Harris.
1: No, part. like, it was, the, it was really good. Well, maybe if the the, the, the composition of a cell it. or something like that, where you talk about, like, a, a plant cell having, like, a ton of chlorophyll in it. Like, I don't know why I think chlorophyll tastes like, but I always pictured probably green churches. <laughs>
2: Have you ever had chlorophyll water? No. Do, does that exist? It's a thing. All it's, right. It was at my gym one time, and I tried it out. I was like, oh.
0: You can probably buy a liter yeah. of it on the fucking goop website for $950, (laughs) but it'll come with a $82 white t-shirt for free.
1: (laughs) I will also pick up on the note that you said about sugar. So you don't know the recipe because again, it's super secret. Um, it is known that a neutral base for the spirit comes from beets. So probably sugar beets considering mm-hmm. how sweet it is and it's also in a region of northern france where a ton of uh, sugar beets is produced so i have to assume that and then yellow chartreuse is noted to use honey as a sweetener that yeah is known. there's
0: there's there's an obvious honey presence to, yeah. to in yellow. yellow yeah. I and mean, yellow shows off flowers mm-hmm. a lot more than than green
1: floral and like a ton of pepper spice that's mm-hmm. what i get out of that one too which i always like because it's like really sweet on the front end of it a nice medium palette and then Hot pepper.
0: So Started somebody's little breakdown of Chartreuse online. I was reading through like blogs and just people who had who had found themselves passionate enough to write about Chartreuse and and put something out into the world about it. And one one of these uh, these sites, I think it was like two cooks or something, two good cooks or something like that's a husband and wife team. And they um, they started with you know how do you drink Chartreuse? And their answer was literally however you want. Yep. Okay. Oh, you can sure, drink it however yeah, however you want. Yeah. It goes in. As you might whiskey. Yeah, the applications for it are massive in terms of mm-hmm. cocktails, but it's very, very palatable on its own.
1: Yeah, and there's like there's the different variations. So we have only a few available to us in the US. It's green chartreuse, yellow chartreuse, and the aged versions of each. But then there's a third version uh called Elixir Vegetal de la Grande Chartreuse. It's like that original, the oldest recipe good. from yeah. You're 1735 really $1. the <laughs> i'm just imagining myself as a french character in a movie um and, and so that, whoops, whoops. <laughs> no it's good so, so the,
3: the, we're little bottles
1: yeah they're little bottles they're superiorly intense they're littler than Ooh. if for anyone watching this watching this, or watching this tiny san pellegrino bottle <laughs> i like these so, little san
0: pelle bottles because i feel like a giant when i'm drinking them it's like <laughs> drinking a little king's lager <laughs> <laughs> they're like nine ounces, you can just yeah. like hold them in your mitts. <laughs> but like
2: those, um, those bottles of, you had it in the show notes. underberg underberg
1: is yeah. there. so yeah. they're yeah. small bottles. You treat them probably more like cocktail it bitters. Um, German,
0: it's a German Amaro bitter, potable right. yeah, bitter.
1: And it's uh, wholly medicinal in the sense that like, if you have an upset stomach, the way that an Italian might drink fernet, you would put some of these cocktail bitters on a sugar cube and then dissolve that in hot water, or maybe just drink it like a little nip of it straight, and that's supposed to kind of revitalize you. Uh, so to speak if you can put it in a cocktail it's probably used like bitters in that sense or you'd have to get really really creative because it's superiorly intense
0: yeah and probably it's very probably the best expensive way to say that for your cocktail. yeah, yeah. yeah. do
1: you all know why we can't get that here we can get the other four but we can't get the the super special intense version
0: i do know why actually because and you can see if i'm wrong i think it's because the original recipe of chartreuse's production was grandfathered in before uh ingredient oversight
1: yeah, the TTB, or the yeah. Alcohol and Tobacco Trade Bureau, they started intense regulations and because the monks would not give over the recipe, they're like, Fine, F you, you can keep these ones because they're already here. And we know nobody's right. died of them, as far as they could tell. Right. But
2: as far as, tell. As, far as, tell. <laughs> as far as
1: we can tell. It could be psychedelic. Yes, School you yeah, right we have no idea. I <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to find out. I always found that to be an interesting fact about
3: chartreuse.
0: I know we need we need a friend who's traveling to Europe to buy some for us.
2: Whoops. We need friends. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: my sister
0: was just over there. Yeah, my yeah. sister was
1: just in France. I should have asked her then. But uh, and most of their legal, most of their, so. their pictures
0: looked like hills and then fish yeah. and chips.
1: Because well, they went <laughs> yeah. to they went to Scotland first. Yeah. A lot of hills, yeah, and fish yeah. And chips. yeah, lots yeah. of hills and fish and chips, yeah.
0: And haggis and haggis. Yeah. Oh yeah. yes. All right. So, um, is there anything? I mean, is there anything personal that you guys want to say about Chartreuse? I mean, for me, it's been one of those things that I've I've looked to and leaned on for cocktails. Since I started getting serious about making cocktails because I found the flavor so pleasing that I always wanted to go back to, to see how I could have it inform yeah. on other flavors.
2: I mean, I feel like it should be noted that you know, anytime we're making a new bar menu here at the R and R, we kind oh, of have, have to like all yeah. three force ourselves to find something other than chartreuse <laughs> yeah. to use because we all want to use
1: it.
0: Yeah, there was that one menu like, had like six different cocktails with chartreuse in it. Yeah.
2: So the one I first got
3: hired
1: in on, I think. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. That was the one I mean where it's you good, were, but it's we were first
0: working on it, but like Mark, Carl, and I were working on it too. And Carl, when Carl was here, he put a lot of chartreuse in it. Yeah. Well. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll
2: always try to slip chartreuse into anything I can because
0: I think it's great. But
2: there are other things you can use too, like you know, Strega, like you said, is another really right. One. But and yeah,
0: chartreuse the, is so like singular. Yeah, Dolan, Dolan you know? Genipé, which is a, a product from Dolan, the the Vermouth producer. Yeah, and um, apparently Genipé just means a liqueur made from the 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 natural flora. Like oh, Al- alpine, region? alpine flora, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, right. okay, yeah. Is so, Je-
2: Genepays isn't that one specifically like gentian based or something like that? Or yeah,
0: it- but I taste gentian in, in regular Chartres too. That's true. Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> um, Bonal is gentian based.
1: Maybe that's what I was. Yeah, thinking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking yeah. of a liqueur being. Like kind of classified as using the natural flora and fauna around it yeah. maybe fauna maybe not fauna that'd be interesting though if they did. <laughs> um, natural and flora <laughs> and botanica botanicals. this one comes with deer brains <laughs> since the recipe was given to the monks in 1605 and we know that only about uh, we know i researched it and about 30 percent of those herbs are actually native to the alpine region of france uh it's it's presumed that, one, the world spice trade was very open and wide at that time, so it could, yeah. you, they could be getting spices from India, from China, yeah. anywhere in Europe. Europe was open, and the Americas had also been found at that point and uh, colonized, and so some of those um, items from even Amer- some of our, our natural yeah. flora Not made a nation uh,
2: quite yet, but it was colonized, right? Yeah, and there was but- people hanging out. Uh, resources were accessible to france yeah. basically is
1: right. the point there so i always find that to be incredibly interesting as far as chartreuse why are we picking so
0: much of this i don't know some french guy wants to be giving us one
1: <laughs> the other thing is the uh, the alpine region of france where La grand chartreuse is they have a, a huge amount of alpine honeysuckle and i think perhaps that's part of the reason why it's so sweet and floral and maybe in the yellow chartreuse specifically but mm-hmm. in both chartreuses alongside sugar beets
0: yes this is a theory because is, again a good it's a secret
1: theory. recipe only 3 monks are allowed to know I what like the recipe is at any given time they are sworn to silence and secrecy they probably and don't talk much anyway when no. they yeah. cuz they hand uh hand diverse the uh botanicals herbs and spices they separate them by hand is the better way to say that and they put them in numbered bags secret numbered bags so like Every every time it gets sent back out to say a distillery or a, a, a production facility so that the other monks can finish cooking it, if you will. Yes. They don't even know what's in there either. They just So the
2: guys in. distilling it don't even know what is in those bags. Nope. No, the
0: only thing too is. a well, lot like Gus Fring's meth operation in Breaking Bad. Yeah, that's you know, like true. only two guys that's know the recipe, role. but everything oh, else is completely diversified. Yeah. yeah. Do you
1: think that's where the storyline and the script for Breaking Bad comes yeah. from? Absolutely. Perfect yeah, fans yeah, chartreuse. Vince, yeah. Gilligan, <laughs> Vince
0: Gilligan, we know what you're up to.
2: <laughs> you're not going to get that past this guy. <laughs> Figured
0: it I mean, out. I just I'm going to celebrate that right now.
2: Gilligan and his oh,
1: it's time to drink. Thank producing Lord.
0: meth now. It's
1: fantastic. All right, let's try
0: this out. So green, uh, well, yellow first. So yellow comes later.
1: The recipe for yellow chartreuse comes later. Yes. Yeah. It's sweetened, even more drinkable, and incredibly floral.
0: 80 proof. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, the monks at um, at the monastery will mix them together.
1: Oh, this is news to me. Really? Yeah,
0: the 50-50. Yeah, the monks will drink them together.
1: Like a 50-50 martini, but with straight yeah, Green
0: and yellow mixed together. Yeah, so um, I'm color. going to sip this, and then I'm going to add a little bit of green to it, because I, I, I don't remember to do that as often as I'd like, but every time I have. I really like green and yellow uh, mixed together.
1: The yellow color of this is so insanely bright. It's like um, maybe steeping lemon peels in hot yeah, water so maybe would produce I've heard them it's
0: described just... as um, the green chartreuse has been described as the, the, the literal color in between green and yellow or rather a bright forest green with a little bit of yellow in it and the yellow is the exact opposite. It's it's vibrant yellow <laughs> with a little bit of green in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So looking over my notes, the uh, it, I would say the yellow chartreuse was redeveloped into a drinking liqueur in
0: 1764. I mean, it, previously it was a bath bomb. <laughs> a bath bomb? A <laughs> bath bomb. 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 Yes. Or was it just a lotion?
1: Well, I was thinking bath bomb like the those products yeah, that yeah. you yeah. just add it to your Like one of would sell
2: for $120. <laughs> I actually want to add herbal to liqueur to my or whatever the my fuck it's called. I would add chartreuse. Oh, I would pay them chartreuse. Yeah. Wouldn't we all?
1: Would I get drunk off of it? Possibly. Mm.
2: Probably. Maybe not. Yes. That honey sweetness just yeah. coats your tongue.
0: It's and it's important to remember. It. I mean, this viscosity is nothing to to joke about. It's very heavy. Yes. It's extremely nectar like when you first take a sip of it Mm, yeah it's very coating but the finish has nothing harsh or sharp about it whatsoever it's extremely round. it's extremely welcoming and we'll add um Both flavor and kind of fat and viscosity to a cocktail. Because the
2: weight of it, once you're done sipping, it kind of like hangs out in the back palate and then just kinda like smooths everything out. Oh, I call those my sweet
0: pockets.
1: Oh sweet pockets. So like the part that's right uh right behind your molars, I guess it would be like on the sides of your tongue. That may be
0: the most adorable thing you've ever said in this uh in this podcast. (laughs) I'm so happy. I'm never going to not think of them that
2: way. It's like a little flavor hug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right after eating cake. Oh, sweet oh, cake. They're they're pockets great. are so full. <laughs> after that spicy shrimp, your sweet
0: pockets will be scorched. <laughs> you know what? I'm fully recovered from the spicy shrimp and I'm okay now.
1: Yeah, Yeah, you're, uh, you're poor Diabolique. All right,
2: Foley. Turn me on, dead man.
0: So yeah, 50-50. I'm going to try to just eyeball this. Yeah.
1: Oh, boy. Beautiful. Yeah. I'll do it too. I don't want to be left
0: out fomo because we're the three
2: best friends that anyone could have Aww. drinking shot too salty yeah.
1: <laughs> this is our syrupy version <laughs> of
0: so 110 proof on the green uh we've mixed it 50 50 with uh yeah. yellow yeah and now, the, color. the difference
1: between 80 and 110 i mean
0: we're sure we're going to talk about green a little bit more Five. in a second but when when you get to the green there's a like it was described as active to me. That's an, that's almost an edginess where it keeps mm-hmm. kind of racing along the side of my palate, the, and uh, yeah, you
2: can't really. Oh, that works too.
0: <laughs> also gets fairly intense on traditional traditional green herbs. I mean, the ones you think about when you cook: basil, rosemary, thyme, tarragon, sage. But citrus, and I've heard a number of people pull apple out of it too and I don't oh. think that's I don't think that's mm. out of the realm of possibility because wonder, green chartreuse will mix with apple things like cider or yeah fresh pressed juice.
1: I wonder if it's like a the sugar beets thing because I always found um, sugar beets taste very apply
0: really yeah Ooh. interesting you like that don't you Ooh. I do like
1: the combo because you get more of that like herbaceous activity like yeah. you were talking about but, but the, 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 sweetness sweetness of the yellow sweetness makes it down. a little more palatable. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Have I ever never never in five years suggested that we do this? I mean, we had it as a shot one time on I've a menu, but I've
2: you. I've just never. I've never tried
1: this before with you. Yes. Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. You all want to find a, or you want to hear a fun fact about green chartreuse yes. and yeah. yellow chartreuse? It's both the uh, both versions um, that are their like kind of baseline versions. So there is a lot number on every bottle cap. It's,
0: oh yeah, uh, you made me do this. Really. It's
1: listed right underneath, like where the name, kind of like in the mid spot of the name, in the gold part of the cap underneath the twist.
2: I will assess this.
1: Uh, so, if it. you add the first uh, three numbers in the lot number to the year the Cartesian order was founded, 1084, you'll get the year of production. So, both of these bottles start 937. Yep. Both these bottles start 937. So, they were made in the year 2021. They're very new, very fresh. <laughs> we get them delivered probably almost well. every
0: week. No, Shorty made me do the day.
3: Oh, right. So, that's, today,
1: that's, no. the, that's the oh, second yeah, you part. Have that,
2: weird, that weird talent.
1: Yeah, John's a savant for days yes. of the year. It's
2: weird. You can be like, "What is the 165th day of the year?" And he'll be like, "That's a uh, Sunday." It's in June. July. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: It's like early. It's June. pretty
2: impressive, still though. Anyway, I'll give it. I'll give you that. So the
1: last three numbers of that lot number, so the first three give you the year. The last three give you the day of the year. So it's the like xxx number of the 365-day year for that production year. So we did this one earlier. Uh, green chartreuse. The last numbers is 105 that's april 15th and the yellow chartreuse the last numbers are 188 and that is july 7th wow. just find that fun
2: quick and easy math yeah that you know? is cool you can figure out mm-hmm. when you made your bottle of chartreuse i was
0: mentally just doing the math to make sure i was right there <laughs> no, are, i think i was right on both you list. were right yeah. on
1: both of them yeah there okay. are uh vintage bottles you could probably find in old dusty like liquor stores somewhere yeah. and they would be upwards of a couple hundred dollars like these bottles normally are around what 60 65
0: yeah well yeah now it's probably about 60 bucks 70 bucks for state minimum which i mean nobody's gonna overcharge for this it's going to be state minimum when you when you find it yeah remember that chartreuse in in cocktail use unless you're just jamming last words a ton of them which is what i do every single sunday yeah you can get away with uh a half to three quarters of an ounce to accomplish whatever recipe you're going to make. So, yeah, it's going to take a chunk of change to get some home. Um, you can make it last. Yeah. However, chartreuse, I believe, for a lot of people, is the top, type of thing you drink when you're out. Because the bars yeah. have it. You don't have to spend a bunch on the bottle. You have a couple last words. You have a couple cocktails while you're out. And then you kind of fix your <laughs> chartreuse, Jones.
2: And you know, obviously chartreuse the last Jones. word Which is, a is band. It should be a band.
0: Oh, oh I was gonna yeah.
1: say it's my stage name,
2: oh, <laughs> Chartreuse Joe. <Jones>. Chartreuse <laughs> <laughs> obviously, the last word is one of the ones everyone knows about. But if you're not familiar with the Chartreuse Swizzle in the oh. summertime, you, you need to be because yeah. that getting.
0: drink, or a Bijou in the wintertime,
2: or a Bijou in the oh, wintertime, yes. or yeah. a Tipperary yeah. in March. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of 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 variations on cocktails you can French
0: make uh, Chaud. You know French Chaud? No. S uh French and then C H A U D, I believe is the name for it. And this is what they drink uh in like the ski lodges. Oh yeah. In the Alpine area. It's literally just green chartreuse and hot chocolate.
3: Oh, oh shit.
0: <laughs> yes. Which I'm sad to say I've never done. Ooh, but man. I really want to. like some good like bitter hot chocolate. Yeah, you would need like dark chocolate. We should
1: chocolate. sell that in the some in the winter time just just you know, like well, bottles of chartreuse, yeah.
0: basically
2: so you can a share it with. A sweeter the hot chocolate might work too, like have the, the the sweetness of So the it is now
0: dairy. it's now March. We have till October in Michigan to get this done. For, for like our, our winter menu oh okay so yeah, we, yeah, have, yeah. we have we can figure this out by then yeah
2: we need to figure out how to well
0: make i don't hot know how cocoa. chocolate we want to put it
2: i thought yeah. you were trying to say october is when winter ends in michigan i was like well you're not
1: nah. entirely wrong
0: <laughs> no, no 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 for no. next winter this is what we have to do the yeah. people deserve french yeah. out in Benton.
1: so uh y'all know the process for making green short takes about two months to complete per batch
0: I'm not surprised whatsoever. It
1: includes blending and aging.
0: Heavy maceration.
1: Mm-hmm. Each yeah. batch is about 42,000 liters of product over that period. It's about 1.5 tons of herbs and or spices to make such batch. They use copper pot stills in the traditional style. Uh, they have used column stills in the past, and there's like a year range that if you find that bottle again, it's like super worth money vintage. Uh, and then green and yellow are both aged for a minimum of three years and oak vats that contain a maximum of – Fifty thousand liters, and then steeped down into twelve thousand liter vats. Versus the VEP is aged anywhere between uh, eight to fifteen ish years, whenever the monks deem that appropriate. Usually over
0: a hundred dollars a bottle.
1: Yep, and then they are um, aged in thirty thousand. 000... No, excuse me. We're
2: at
0: forty-three. We're all right. Yeah, thirty thousand okay, liter That's vats. That... Well, I was gonna say production. I was checking. Sorry, I was checking time with Mark. No, you're good because the... we have
1: a little story if we can
0: the cool part about um if you if you're one of our michigan people i would just assume that uh, everybody who listens to us is somebody we know but maybe not maybe not now hopefully not
2: tell your friends tell your kids tell your wife <laughs> tell your cousins if from you if you
0: have um if you're not that far from detroit i mean luckily one of the best places around the midwest to drink chartreuse is the restaurant and bar chartreuse in yeah. in detroit um sandy uh, levine who owns it is an exceptionally nice person and I would say pretty heavily obsessed with chartreuse and has a great collection of vintage bottles of chartreuse. They use chartreuse and recipes and it's an amazing place that it celebrates the product, but also is a, an amazing restaurant and bar even all on its own without the chartreuse connection. But it's a cool, yeah. a cool space to celebrate that, that spirit.
1: Crafty, creative, very wonderful dishes that they put forth. All their staff are insanely nice and they've got like the, the the steps of service down to a tea. I heard that they don't have any uh type of refrigeration. They get their products sent to them every single day. Like so if you so get you do that. New, meat, new yeah. chicken, yeah. etc.,
2: it's there that day. You know what I'm thinking about? Only because I haven't eaten today. Imagine just like green chartreuse with like some herbed lamb. Like hands. Yeah. So you're waiting a second, you haven't <laughs> eaten today and you're raw dog and chartreuse from the podcast. <laughs> <Fucking A>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good for you. Yes, yeah, sir.
2: <laughs> I told you I was running behind this morning.
0: So. Yeah, I just assumed. It was I haven't even you had swallow at the gym or something. No, 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 no. no, no. Some, some my reps. my
2: phone died and I didn't have my alarm. So. Well.
0: Oh no. Yes,
2: I woke up and I was like, ah! oh, good for you. You made it though.
0: <laughs> made it. there you are. So now, as you can, we just uh, for those who can actually see, this is just the green, in the glass. So it's not, it's not insanely. Yeah. Look, we I mean, have a light on it right now.
2: That sounds so good in the headphones, you like, it's not insanely. And Boone's just like, yeah.
3: It's not, <laughs> it's not super green.
0: So well,
1: I was about to say too, it's no like darker. I guess it is. It doesn't seem that much darker than the yellow chartreuse. It just seems a hue greener.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. 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 So that makes sense.
0: In the glass. Yeah. yeah in yeah.
1: the glass. Yeah. And that proof jumpage. Very obvious ones yeah. so Ooh, yes go from is. just yellow to menthol mentholy yeah. on yeah. the nose, yeah, too. yeah. super yeah. mentholated, yeah,
0: and, and and just more assertive and I think more yeah. linear in the way it attacks your your, your yes. palate, it goes straight back, kind of the way the, the yellow one spreads out, yeah, and kind of uh fills your palate. It's but, like a rocket straight to the dome, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. my
1: sweet pockets are not really activated, not as engaged, are are not as engaged? Yeah. no, no. Well. it's more the back of the teeth.
3: <laughs> the absolutely sweet pockets, the sweet pockets yeah. <laughs> you'll never forget it <laughs>
1: the uh the chartreuse uh restaurant and bar is amazing we also have uh, closer to us in ann arbor the last word bar the last Word, which is yeah.
0: named after the cocktail yeah.
1: yeah named after the cocktail the last word yep. detroit's original cocktail yes by frank fogarty of the detroit athletic association 13 club Yes. And it kinda it gets published in a book in nineteen fifty, specifically Ted Saucier's Bottoms Up, a nineteen fifties cocktail book. It gets lost to the annals of time until it reaches Murray Stevenson of the Seattle Zigzag Club, where it's kind Mm -hmm. of revived. That's oh, so not that be fun. Uh, Chartreuse could get its own podcast, in my opinion. Or, uh, excuse me, last word. This is
2: the Chartreuse <laughs> I thought we were doing that right now. The last, <laughs> yeah. word, the
1: last word and other wow. equal proportion cocktails. <laughs> what have we been doing for
0: the last time? Too much
1: <laughs> coffee and Chartreuse. <laughs> it's a great combination. Yes, oh,
3: you're we'll saying, like, a, yeah, you're saying like do a, a cocktail podcast? Specifically an equal parts cocktail word.
2: podcast oh, in particular. I could do. Well, mm-hmm. Plenty of options. Yep. Yeah, Well, at least for... That would be fun. I mean, I don't know if our specs necessarily are all the time classic specs because I know you have kind of tinkered around with some proportions. House styles.
0: Yeah. 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 Some some cocktails more than others. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. But like the uh, the Tipperary, I feel like is pretty classic build.
0: Mm-hmm. I, last time I looked.
2: Yeah. Which also another great.
0: Yeah, chartreuse drink. Yeah, S&D. an Irish an Irish uh, Manhattan. With with green chartreuse along with vermouth, yeah, and I like orange bitters instead of uh, aromatic. That it's one. pretty rowdy. Yeah, it is.
2: I like that drink a lot.
0: So, if uh, hopefully that if you already know chartreuse, uh, this was educational. If you're already familiar with how it tastes, if you don't know it and you haven't been um, drinking it, you really should. It's should it's wonderful. It's one of the most specific and engaging things that you can possibly drink in the world of distilled spirits. Yes, I would give a lot away before I gave chartreuse away in terms of what I would drink like forever. You could strip yes. a lot of things away before I would let that one go.
2: Yep.
1: Oh, I see what you
2: mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, if you had to drink, if you could only drink chartreuse or scotch for okay. the rest of your
0: life. Well, I mean, it's going to be scotch. That's not but fair. Really, yeah, I'd I'd really scotch has more variations. Yeah.
1: That's
0: fair. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's a rough one. If
1: I could only drink like chartreuse or... Braulio, like a like pick a random Amaro, I might choose chartreuse. That'd be I, would, better... I would definitely
2: choose chartreuse in that <laughs> instance. <Right. Yeah, laughs> I mean, I do chartreuse. like braulio.
1: Don't
3: chartreuse or
2: Fernet?
0: You know what? I love Fernet so much, but I might choose chartreuse. Dude, I definitely I saying, would. Yeah, I also love Fernet, but like, I find I, I can choose. use chartreuse in more applications. Right. Yes, so if I was not sure, even
1: yeah. allowed to drink chartreuse, like if it was only neat, maybe my answer would be Fernet. But because it's more wide open than that, I would say.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Plus, then any, anytime all you guys want to do like a shot of Fernet, I just have to be the gorilla in the room that did a shot of green chartreuse. <laughs> so <hardcore. laughs>
2: Sorry, guys. It's all <sighs> I can do. Oh, Fernet, that's cute. Check this out. All
0: so, right. Yeah, well, we did I'm going to end with a small pour of the VEP. Oh, my God. And uh, thank you, Courtney, for all the fantastic research. Okay. I try my best on chartreuse, one of the most legendary and important liqueurs. In yes. the world. And
3: Thank
0: you.
1: I think our final uh, send off, it should be you trying to pronounce the VEP in full, which is written I on the back of that, that bottle. That, yeah. Yeah. Before also, we do
2: that, real quick. Oh. Be sure to check us out on all of our social media: yeah, um, Facebook Relief and Resource Company, Instagram Relief like. and Resource, Twitter is Relief.
0: And join and us for our next episode, which we will hash out white wines appropriate for the spring and summer: aromatic Ooh, yeah. and dry and crisp white wines, perfect for your season. With, with our, our guest, special guest, yes, yes Somalia Hassan Rutherford, yeah. who will join us, and we're going to get real wine nerdy. That's going to be a fun uh, one. Let's see, just this, just get this part right here. Is what you want me to I'm back. Get after it on the back. That one. Oh, um, into the microphone. Vielissement. <laughs> uh, Exception. Exception. For <laughs> long.
1: <laughs> I think you definitely got that last one right. That was great.
0: <laughs> uh Yeah. It's fabri- liqueur fabricé par la pere chartreuse. I don't know.
1: Muy bueno. Yeah, it was hot. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, if it was a wine bottle, I'd get it right. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers guys. Thank you so much. To everybody. See you in the next See you next one. Now, let me tell you something, dear listeners. <laughs> I had hot, hot salsa shrimp for lunch yesterday, and I've been in major discomfort for the last <laughs> 18 hours. <laughs> Legenda por Sônia Ruberti